Welcome on board to this, the 1259 Express service to London St. Pancras International. Calling it intrigue, discourse and turpitude. The buffet is located in coach F and the quiet carriage is located in coach A with DJ Paulette and Gavin Kingsley. Do pay attention to the safety posters and please don't block the aisles with baggage, emotional or otherwise. To answer an email is by putting a human name on it rather than subscriptions at. Yeah, because it feels like spam if you, it's it says subscriptions at. So you're never going to read it. You're just going to it. It either goes in your spam filter or you just delete it straight away. So, tell, so here's another question: What is the appropriate amount of time you would expect someone to reply? Complaints, I expect to reply within 24, 48 hours maximum. You see, last week I complained and it said seven days. And then this morning I sent an email to complain that I never received an uh, answer to my complaint. <laughs> and now it says 14 days. Oh, they listen, they're hanging you off a fishing line there. It's like you have now become public enemy number one. <laughs> 14 days to reply but to an email. You've been blacklisted by the tape. 14 days. No, you've been blacklisted by the tape. Well, I know I didn't get any reply off Monica. She's when not I real. Sent, when I sent Monica my very very angry letter about i'm looking on linkedin give me a second i'm looking on my phone i want to see if monica see thomas if this person LinkedIn. So, when i sent monica my very very angry letter about having the subscriptions taken from my account when it was supposed to be on hold i didn't hear anything from them at all i didn't get a single reply but the money went straight back into my bank and my membership was cancelled so this is why i think monica isn't real because if monica was real monica would have replied well there's no monica on um monica i think it's a bot i think she's a bot well she's not on linkedin which seems a bit curious it's just it's like siri or alexa isn't it but with a surname Siri answers me straight away. <laughs> Can you imagine? Siri, what's in my fridge? 14 days later. Nothing, Gav. <laughs> You'd be starving. <laughs> Alexa, what time's the next train? No answer for 14 days. <laughs> but, I mean, it's the same with every everywhere, isn't it? Where you want to book, you know whether it's a restaurant or whether it's an art gallery or everyone's done what they can to try and keep hospitality and the arts and leisure turning for the last 18 months whether you're buying deliveries or you know self-prepared home meals or you're you've kept your membership open or you know whatever or you visited their online exhibitions, which is what I did with the, the Tate until I took a huff and decided that they could go. This is a special announcement of passages in the quiet carriage. Do please keep conversation to a minimum and no mobile phone. 
I can hardly hear myself think. Have you watched Pose yet? No, no, not yet. Not yet. But, you know, I'm very excited. And this is the, this is the final series. They've not recommissioned it. They're, they're they're not bringing it back for a fall. Yeah, I mean it's not. I don't think it's re. re I don't think. So. I think they would have recommissioned it. It's just it, they've told the story. Okay. What what year does it go up to then? Series three. It's, yes, it's, it starts in uh, 1994, and it's a really big shift um, from the last season. The first two episodes, obviously, I won't spoil it for you. The first two episodes were great. The third one is. The third episode is is for me my favourite of all three seasons uh, because it just focuses on one character. And does it hit the politics, or does it? Is it just the personal story? It's the personal story, but it's okay. believable, and it's okay. It you know something happened earlier in the se- you know in season two, and they could have they could have gone somewhere else in the storyline, which would have been such a massive mistake. Yeah. And when it happened, it's like, oh no, please don't turn into that show, which they never did. Yeah. And this ties it up really. Okay. Well, there were a few loose ends from that, which I thought could have gone a certain way, but they didn't. Like um, the guy that died in the gimp mask. Oh, well, and that's exactly it. Yeah, that's exactly oh, it? it. Yeah, yeah okay. that, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, and they, they, yeah, they. They did a they did a really good job of of finishing that storyline without it going into you know somewhere yeah, where crazy we crazy cop show. Yeah, it's like no, yeah, it was it was dealt with really well. Okay, I look forward to that. And then this week's uh, episode was I absolutely hated it, um, as did everyone else I know that's seen it, which is a shame. Um, and it just Why? Fo- well, it just focused on. Well, hang on. Pray tell. Yeah, but here's the thing before I... I really didn't enjoy the the episode. But then, obviously, he did those interviews last week. Mm. And... Has it made more sense? Yeah, because my issue was... It's, I think I got a little bit of like... Is he really acting? Like, who... Like, this character is basically him. And I... And I think that annoyed me a bit, but actually, there's nothing wrong in that. Yeah. And I think that's what he did really well last week as Billy Porter. Yeah. In actually, that character is. It's him. It's him. It's him. And, and I, I, there's a few things. There's a few things in the episode that are just so unnecessary, but. I mean, it's difficult because uh, you know what we're talking about is you know Billy Porter coming out with his coming out in public with his HIV positive status and um, the piece that I read in the Hollywood Reporter just touched me in such a place I mean it was like the same effect of watching the whole show of It's a Sin because it's that life of fear of being afraid of what's going to happen to your career of being afraid of telling anyone because they think you're going to die and that's you know the end of life and that's the end of friendships and that's the end of everything 
and it's about overcoming that fear and owning owning it for yourself and he says he's the healthiest he's been ever he goes and sees the doctor three times a month he's on the medication and he's living with HIV and he presents himself as this is the face of HIV positive in 2021 and I thought it was fantastic for him to come out and say that and say it publicly because remember any celebrity that has died of HIV in the past has been vilified whether it's been Rock Hudson or you know you name it anyone you can think of any celebrity you can think of for Billy Porter to come and make public his status of being HIV positive at this stage in his career when he's got everything mapped out in front of him he's his whole life is going so beautifully and so perfectly and we know whether we like it or not and whether we like to think we're okay as a world in a nation with all of these issues there is still a stigma attached to it and it is still taboo to talk about it did you see him on the um, Tamron Hall show it's just a brilliant piece of TV yeah and I, I, it also you know I think his story is his story is quite I think inspirational is the wrong word but it kind of is well it is because he's very honest about when he got his diagnosis everything was going wrong and also you know he says you know like why out of most of his friends that didn't survive yeah he did and then and then you know he he says it really well and it says and then post came along and he realized that this was why it's like this you know like he people had to tell the story yeah so yes i didn't he, his acting in this season has been incredible. I just... He makes me cry, Billy Porter. He has a way of tapping in and it's very gentle. His, but, you know, his, his final story in this series was ruined by really bad choices made. You'll see it. You'll be like, what is going on? There's one scene which is really touching where he's with someone in a park. I think they're playing... I can't believe what it was. I, think, I want to say it's Soul to Soul. 1994, Soul to Soul? That's about right, isn't it? I'm sad that they're not bringing it back. I mean, I have to admit, I have to admit, coming clean, I wasn't a total fan of it for Series 1. I thought the acting was really patchy, Series 1. Series 2, I thought, was brilliant. The, act, the whole cast had really gelled and come together and I felt like I could believe entirely in all of the characters by series two and now with series three i've thought yeah it's kind of bedding in now this is it's a vibe and they're not bringing it back and i think that's a shame because i if when you when you watch it for example last week it was like you know what i'm really glad they're finishing it because for me there have been three perfect seasons right a fourth okay. would have spoiled it like okay. it's they had a story to tell and i'll buy that they've told a story I would love a spin-off 
with Electra. I Mother Electra is my favorite. It's see, all about the shoes. I mean, she is. Her She's my ca- favorite. I think her character and her being and her sass. She's the one that totally gets the attitude right. That that very snappy. She's got all the one-liners. Mother Electra has the best yeah. one-liners, and you can tell they're coming from her mouth. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's no message. She's like that. Yeah, <laughs> she's yeah. really like that. So, if it, you know, like if they were to do more, I, that's the character I want to know what happens next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be with that because Mother I think she's you, got so many sides to her Electra as well. Yeah, and you know, you know, she's out there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Because she's she's warm as well, having been a mother herself. You know, that's how all the others have come through. Um, so there's that warmth there, but there's also that very mercenary, calculated, couldn't care less about anybody else except herself side to it. And high living and high dressing and egotistical. Um, she's like the antithesis of everybody. What I love about her, she has no shame in saying, I want it all. I, mean, yeah. I want money. I want more money. Yeah. And that's fine. You know, and I'm going to get it. And no, I'm not going to settle for this. Like, I want more. And I'm going to be proud of that. And I think that's a beautiful thing in a way. It's a really deep pride. Not just, I mean, I want more as just you or I would be a very powerful move and a very powerful thing to say but when it's coming from a trans actress then it says something else entirely when it comes from a point of a trans life and I want it all and I want more and I'm going to get it it becomes really political and that's why I like her because she of not more than all of them, but def- definitely, she's the one rave- waving the flag for trans rights for me. Ah. Quiet car, no call. There's, there's... Actually, just hold that thought a second. I need to go to the toilet and I'm going to just reply to this message. So, yeah, hold that thought. Very good afternoon to all passengers. Just to remind you that the buffet car is open and even the placemats are gluten-free. So is June 21st going to happen? Yes. I would say positively, yes, June the 21st is going to happen. And do you feel comfortable knowing that 21st of June we won't have to wear masks or socially distance anymore? Yes, because I'm getting fed up of it myself. And I've got my second jab on the 2nd of June and lots of people that I know have already had their second jabs. And they're just... I think I'm getting the sense as well, having... I've worked all weekend. I did two outdoor... No, two indoor and one outdoor. 
and the indoor ones were so much nicer because well no actually the outdoor one was really good because I got a standing ovation from that one but but besides the point I think people have just really had enough I mean that's quite funny actually a DJ getting a standing ovation I know they all broke Covid regs to stand up (laughs) and clap which they're not really not allowed to do so I really hope he doesn't get a fine for that but I mean you can stand and you can clap but you, but can't, you can't dance. Really, you can't hug and you can't cheer and you can't move around the table. Can't we hug now? We can hug now. Oh, we can hug, yeah. yeah, but not go crazy doing it. No, just thoughtfully, mindful. We do, but I am a total hugger. I am a total hug person. And you would be with that jacket around you, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, there's the other jacket I had that is a real hug one. You know, do you remember the one that I call. Um, Bungle. Have you met Bungle? Is that the the brand or what you, uh, you've given your name to a jacket? No, it's just the name I've given the jacket. Uh, I mean, I, I, a, I, mean <laughs> I give names to things, but I don't think I've given many clothes names before. Well, you've got to name this jacket. It's just so furry and everyone wants to touch touch it. What would be more huggable than a jacket? Me in a jacket. Me in a Of course. Of course. What's more huggable than Paulette in a jacket? What's more huggable than me in a jacket? Um, dogs in a jacket? Like, t- what's her name? The t- 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 Tika the Iggy. Oh, the my Italian God. She wore, she wore one. Uh, did you see yesterday? She was wearing the furry like, the jacket. Fur- that's, that's what Bungle's like. The pink <laughs> oh furry jacket God. that Tika wears. And she was wearing tassels yesterday. See the tassels? I've not seen oh, it. I she love, looks you know so I love good. Tika the Iggy. Yeah, well, I didn't know about her till you turned me on to her. Love it, couldn't wear it. <laughs> it's so funny. I love it. That's and a it's, passion. And it's so cute because obviously the, the, the owner have now got a little baby. Yeah, yeah. And and I love I love the fact that like the dog, you know, their pet earns more money than they do. Yeah, that's how it is these days for influencers. If you get it right. God, yeah. you know, the dog's got more followers than... How many followers has Tika the Iggy got now? I think a million. That's like uber celebrity state. So funny. I mean, she's been in... She's been... She's walked in all the shows. Yeah, and she's been on... She's done Vogue now, Vogue Italia as well. She She's done, like... Um, Priyanka Chopra's page. She's been on, like, all... The, but the thing... The, the thing is, like, it really looks like... She loves it. She does. It's not like they're like. It's not like they're like putting clothes on a dog and dogs hate like. No, she, she loves it. Looks, and you, you know, you could, she she likes certain outfits more than others. It's the funniest thing. I like her. In, they didn't they put her in a, like a little Burberry coat, which has this overcoat thing. It was beautiful. Tika the Iggy has got better clothes. <laughs> Than a lot of models. <laughs> um, I loved her Oscar outfit, the purple r- yeah, uh, red red carpet with that big red. It was train. amazing, but it's fantastic. Um, so yeah, dogs and. But is it cruel dressing a dog up? I think if the dog tries to get it off, then it is cruel. But this, I think I think this dog literally will go into wardrobe and dress herself. She loves it. <laughs> She does. She does. Her but face. she's also been given a voice by somebody else who is fantastic. Lorena Pages. Like, yeah, I, I mean, the, I mean, the, the voice just 
it, it's done really well but actually even when it's just a photo it it's really funny it works. it's like it's like she's she's really posing totally totally so i agree she is definitely more huggable than me in a jacket what else babies yeah there are babies and what about naomi campbell's baby i love that she's had a baby i really do for lots of reasons one i think she is i mean i don't know naomi campbell we are not friends i've never met her before in my life all i know about i have naomi can campbell, i just say i did actually sit behind her on a plane and were you in first class yeah the ib for flights but the thing is, it was just checking. It, it was quite awkward because I had a really bad cold or hay fever, and she and she's neurotic. Uh, honestly, so what what happened was is she um she I think we were waiting for her, and then she came on the plane, and then then she um sat in front. I was directly behind her, and then I started sneezing, and literally she just turned round and gave me this stare. Daggers. But then she did the thing where she cocoons herself during covid you know that became pardon the pun but that was like a viral video of her wrapping herself <laughs> i know keep keep them coming of her and actually you know and that's what she does and and you know and that's going to be the routine now for for many people but if you think about it she would have had to live like that anyway because when you're flying as regularly as they are as models are i'm sure she's not the only one that of course like not that. but i mean also she's correct like all the the touch points the, the germs, tray the germs the germs and they've got to work because yeah. i really liked one of the things i loved not liked loved about her announcement was that she didn't go, she didn't do the Beyonce, Chrissy Teigen, um, you know, Kim Kardashian. She didn't go down that pregnancy route of every single scan and movement and, and Hang on, thought. Well, go back, go back, go back. Did she actually have the baby? No. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that was the picture of her holding the baby's foot. Yeah, but she never carried the baby. Why, is she adopted? We need to check this oh. out for a detail because I would swear she'd carried. Yeah, there's much speculation about how the baby was conceived, carried and delivered. But I have to say there were pictures of her looking like she'd put on a bit of weight. And Naomi, of all of the models, has stayed stick thin. So I think she carried. You see, if you look at the picture of her on her 51st birthday after welcoming the baby, she is carrying extra weight. Send the link. Copy link. I can't believe we're WhatsApping each other on the train. <laughs> It's not even really important, you know, she's had a baby and I think it's a beautiful thing whether she got it from an alien spaceship planet, whether she bought it um, 
enlisted as surrogate or whether she had it naturally I think it's a really beautiful thing to be become a mother at 50 I mean I couldn't do it she's going to give it a good life she's going to give it a good life and hopefully and hopefully she will become a really beautiful mother although given that we were talking about her um, aversion to germs <laughs> it's going to be a real eye-opener for her there's probably because... not really aversion to germs it's more like when you're traveling down you know that much you, yeah you're just yeah but cautious. just wait till you get a baby and she like she's puking all over a versace and and um you know leaving half-eaten sandwiches and rusks in a birkin bag that's what babies do they're germ factories yeah for me as a black woman in this crazy mixed up world what naomi campbell represents is um somebody who first of all has been at the top of a game since she was what 16 years old really she's been modeling since she was 16 years old and has been modeling at and a super supermodel pretty much since she was 18 yeah and she's you know she's that breed of you know that time of supermodel that you know when in a world where there weren't any or were hardly any other black women that's right that and one of her fights has been to call out and she has been doing this for years calling out the fashion industry for not using black models and that is one of the things that has rubbed people up the wrong way with her anyway so she's met resistance all along the way with people trying to say she's difficult she's not difficult she's just a black woman making her opinions heard she seems like but, she for me she see like when you see her on social media you can see she really respects her friends and looks out for them and she, and also she um i've always liked how she looks out for people if they've died for example she's never said a bad word about michael jackson she's yeah. always talking about prince as well yeah. uh, but michael jackson particularly like she's you know like she she won't let that legacy die yeah actually i was watching michael jackson over the weekend the, the smooth criminal video came up and i hadn't seen it for years just that dancing and that music and it is sad that his music won't be played on the radio anymore. They just won't touch yeah. it. They won't touch it. See that, yeah, and, and that's so why I really enjoyed that. I was like, hang on, God, I haven't heard this for so long. It's so difficult with that as well, because I love Michael Jackson. I have a really uneasy relationship with it. I didn't watch the, you know, the really damning interview with the two guys i didn't watch it i couldn't watch it yeah you have to you somehow somehow have to split you just have to but you see this is the, my problem because the, the innocence has completely been ruined 
Yeah, but there's other people. There's there's other people that did not get that treatment. There's other people that really did not get that treatment, and it 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 was it's so uneven, and it's a shame because we will never fully know because he's not here. The, the damage is done. Yeah, I mean, the damage it, is done. I mean, the, the BBC f- won't play the music. Every radio station in America won't play his music. A lot. Favorite Michael cut. Jackson track. Um, you can pick a cheesy one. Smooth criminal, because I love the video and I yeah. loved, I loved yeah. the du- that video the, is fantastic. And that's what I watched yesterday, and I hadn't seen it in years, and it's it's really. It, if you get a chance watch it on YouTube today because there's bits in it I forgot you know his videos you know he turned a four minute track into a 15 minute video yeah but there's this bit in the middle do you remember where it all kind of goes quiet and then the dancers they're all kind of like it's quite like a shamanic I guess and yeah. they're all kind of like doing their own thing and then gradually they start singing the lyrics and you okay okay but it's quite scary yes. yeah yeah do you remember yeah, that and then yeah. suddenly he yeah. just kind of flicks his tilts his head and you know and then they start yeah, the hat. and then they start you know doing that dance with the he, lean yeah the lean and it's and it's like you that magic is so there good. isn't anyone that has that magic. No, not now. It's like that dancing, that and it that that form of dancing. It, when he when you watch those videos, watching him do it, it isn't dated. When you see other dancers doing that, like that kind of style, it's done. I don't like it. But when he did it, even now it's so good. When you can watch all of them back, whether you eat even bad in the in the car park. Yeah. <laughs> That was ripped off. Black Eyed Peas ripped that off, like, years later. You know, so many people have ripped that idea off. And you keep seeing, like, pale shadows of it yeah, I mean, no one. Like, and then I, then, I, so then I went on this, like, YouTube for, you know, hole of watching, and then I watched um, Black and White with Macaulay Culkin, and... I remember cute video, oh but I just remember really do you remember cute. the hype when that came out yes I do and uh, I just I, I remember like buying the mixes I, it's mm. weird I can remember buying I can remember the cover I remember where I bought the remixes from and the hype that was that video like it was the shown whole on world. a loop yeah. for MTV and that the video. whole world watched that on like a Thursday you know like, it wasn't like that does not happen now where the world gets excited about a music video. Yeah. Those days are gone. It just like it happened with that. It was incredible. I mean Beyonce tries it. Yeah, but then, you know, and she did, you know, she created her own version, you know, by doing a Beyonce and having, you know, suddenly having an album with a whole feature film. Okay, my turn to get the tea. What do you want? I would like a mint tea, preferably not scalding hot. This is a special announcement for passengers in the choir carriage. Do please keep conversation to a minimum and no mobile phones. I can hardly hear myself think. Standing on top of his speaker, start going, yeah, that's all right. I am. I know I am anyway, because I'm playing at Hidden on the 21st of June, so. But I am, I'm really... I, I did my again. I did that first class yesterday at Barrett's, and it was the first one that was like a normal class. It was almost fifty people. And also, what was weird is that my teacher, that I've, that's basically been 
on my living room TV for the last um, 16 months, she was suddenly, you know, in front of me. In and, real life. And she was suddenly there, like, demonstrating. And I was like, this is, this is weird. It's weird. It's funny you said that, because this morning I did, my, I did my yoga with Adrian again, you know. I, I did do the yoga session. And she, in this particular session, she gets really overcome because sometimes that happens with yoga and she started to cry and I've watched this video maybe and I've done this session maybe I can't even count how many times and I started to cry with her because you know we're mates <laughs> and it was just the weirdest thing I'm feeling sad for this woman and I'm watching and I'm like when she starts the class she says I'm Adrian and this is Benji and I'm saying it <laughs> and I'm welcoming them her and her dog into my home and into my life and I'm living this moment with them yeah and they're not real they're not well they're real of course they're real people and a real dog she's but you, brilliant but you don't know her no do i i don't know, don't know where she lives i couldn't <laughs> stalk her if i tried you know i even tried to follow her on twitter and she doesn't really do that much on twitter she's a youtuber yeah so she exists solely in the youtube world do you reckon monica's on youtube have you googled it yet do you know what? Let me just check my phone. Wouldn't it be funny if there's like an interview with the member secretary? I bet you she's not. I don't think Monica's real. Ladies and gentlemen, we've reached our final destination. Before you leave the train, have a good look around. Make sure you have all your luggage and your valuables and anything else you came with. The quiet carriage returns next week. Check us out on Clubhouse 2. This podcast was produced by the radiodepartment.com.